Dare Companies, welcome back to Touch Base. I'm Josh Haynes, the Director of Community Impact. And as you know, we've been kind of going through this conversation of emotional intelligence. And I am super excited uh, today because we're going to get to have an interview. Bridget Yeager is joining us. She is the Vice President of Legal Affairs for all of the Madera companies. And so thank you so much for being here. Thank you for joining us. And I know that uh, this is your first time on the podcast. And so give people a little bit of a, a bio, kind of how you got to the Madera companies. And I know you've worked in multiple roles for us. And then now, like I said, you you take care of legal affairs. But how did you, how did you get here? I actually started with Madera before they were Madera. Okay. I was working on a 415-unit property in Lubbock as a leasing agent. And at the time, I was 18 years old, so here I am <laughs> giving my age away. Uh, but I was working as a leasing agent, and they took over that property. And so I worked on that property through college. Okay. And um, when I graduated from undergrad at Texas Tech... I became a property manager for them at Quell Creek Apartments in wow. Lubbock and worked there a couple of years before I decided I really wanted to go to law school. Mm -hmm. So wait, 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 were you a property manager at age 22? That is impressive. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that's way impressive. Either yeah. either it's really impressive or really irresponsible of Madeira to have put you, at, you know, over a property <laughs> at 22. I believe so. I was 22. I may have been a couple of years older than that because it took me five years to get through undergrad. Okay. Yeah. Um, Still, though, that's awesome. So I went to my supervisor and said, hey, I'm going to go back to law school. And Madeira blessed me by letting me be a marketing coordinator for several of our properties in Lubbock while I was in law school. Wow. So that paid my rent. Yes. While I went to law school. When I was in law school, my third year of law school, I had my first daughter. Okay. Who is now 14. And when I was studying for the bar... I was pregnant with my son. Okay. They're 10 and a half months apart. And so that was quite the challenge because I had an <laughs> eight-month-old at home and I was eight months pregnant while I was studying for the bar. That is a monumental accomplishment <laughs> to have passed the bar and to have had children as young as you did. That's crazy. So, so I tell my kids that my daughter graduated from law school because I was pregnant with her when I graduated. And my son passed the bar because I was pregnant with him when I took the bar exam. That is awesome. Yes. And throughout that time, you were working with Madeira. I was, wow. yes. I was still the marketing coordinator. So when I graduated from law school, I came back okay. to Madeira. No, I came back. I was already with them. But I, I got an office at the corporate office okay. and um, started doing special projects, mm. things like the website. Back then, we didn't have John McNally. It was me. Yeah. <laughs> We were much smaller, and it was yeah. just me. And so I handled that. And then um, I got a job at Legal Aid Society okay. where I did uh, divorces, but the majority of it was protective orders. I had an office at the Women's uh, Protective Services Wow. and at the Lubbock Rape Crisis Center. I did not know that. Yeah, yes. that's great. Yes, so I did that for a couple of years and continued to do special projects for Madeira. And then the special projects thing kind of gave out. It, it was over. And so Dave offered me a position as the director of HR. Wow. And as we started talking more, he said, you know what? I think you can be director of legal affairs as well. 
So I, I came back to the office again and started that role. And then when Rodney came on in 2020, they moved me to vice president of legal affairs. Wow, that is yes. impressive. That is Thank crazy. You. And by Dave, you mean Dave Marcinkowski. Yes. Uh, brought you in to do that. Very cool. Yes. Uh, and I did not know that you were the director of uh, HR there for a little while. I was from 2017 to 2020. Okay. Very yes. cool. Very yes. cool. So the first pillar, first kind of facet of how we do emotional intelligence is self-awareness. And that was something John McNelly talked about in his podcast. And so now we move into this conversation of self-regulation. And so for you and how you do your job or manage relationships, what is self-regulation for you? It's the ability to manage your emotions and behaviors in all settings, including difficult situations. So for me, what comes to mind is calm, cool, and collected. Yeah, I, I like the way that you said that as far as the way that you manage those things, but the way that you kind of direct the behavior, because I think that's an important piece of it. It's, it's not just like tamping down the feelings, it's directing it in hopefully positive ways, right? So that we yes. can become uh, not just better people, but so that we can advance whatever it is that is our values or the places that we integrate with people. So as you reflect upon like work history, right? Like you've, you've talked about at 18 years of age, being a leasing agent to being a property manager, to doing marketing and HR, to now overseeing all of the legal affairs that we've got within our company. How important has experience been to you, like new life experiences and in, in in new education? I think it's totally important. I mean, I have to stay up to date on my CLEs, which are continuing legal education. I take all the Grace Hill courses. Laws change. Education changes. Experience changes as you grow and mold yourself and take on the training that you need. I want to come back to something that you said just a second ago because you've said you've said it a couple of times and, and I've mentioned it even as we talk about emotional intelligence and that is like this ability to like manage stress and and we know that unmanaged stress like can lead to destruction. It can lead to like hurtful things, whether it's relationally or even just physically and emotionally for ourselves. And so as we talk about navigating life with all of the stresses that kind of happen, how do you kind of learn to manage your own stress? <laughs> so you have to prioritize your task and also not overcommit yourself. So for me, I constantly find myself saying, slow down, mm-hmm. take a deep breath, breathe, breathe. It (laughs) reminds me that in most situations, I don't have to respond immediately. Mm. It's perfectly fine to take a deep breath and think about my response before I react. Yeah. What advice then, you know, because you talked about being a leasing agent, right? And these people on property who like, you've got residents who want an answer in the moment. Um, so, so what does it look like to kind of take a breath and breathe and give yourself a minute for somebody like them who is, you know, constantly being bombarded with needs of residents and how they interact with people? How do you, how do you navigate that, do you think, or what, would you, what advice might you give them? As a leasing agent, I would say you can still take a deep breath and mm-hmm. gather your thoughts and figure out how you're going to make a decision that's going to properly impact the property. You've mentioned being a mom and the ability or the desire to say no so that you're not overcommitting yourself or your family to different types of things, but then also just navigating the stresses of life, of, of being a parent. How do you, how do you kind of navigate those uh, channels in order to like be purposeful in your responses? 
It's all about saying no. <laughs> okay. Talk about that for a moment. How, how do you say no when you, your kids want to do things and, and, and what else? Well, it's daily. Yeah. They want to do something. They want, want, want. So <laughs> they want something constantly. Mm-hmm. So I have to learn I'm not here to be their friend. Right. I'm here to be their mother. Yeah. And so I have to say no to things. And my son is very athletic. Mm-hmm. He's very involved in our small town athletic program. And then he also does AAU basketball outside of that. Okay. Which I said yes to, and I yeah. probably should have said no because <laughs> now we're committed to practices sure. three times a week and games yeah. once a week and tournaments every weekend. But those are also things that I enjoy. Mm-hmm. So going to his games makes me super happy. It relieves my stress to be able to do that and <clears throat> kind of get out of the norm. Yeah, yeah. I, I think you, you're hitting on something I think is important. So like uh, my kids are, uh, they, they play club soccer. And so, yes, we do some traveling, and my kids play. My daughter, my daughter actually has a league where they play in Dallas. Okay, so we travel and do all sorts of crazy things for her. But I think you're hitting on something that's really important, and that is like saying no and not overcommitting doesn't mean you do nothing. It okay. just means you you do the things that are beneficial and helpful and life giving for your family. Uh, and life-giving for you. And I think that's a really, that's a, that's a great way to manage stress is it's not just sitting at home and doing nothing. It is, what are those life-giving things for you and for your family? And I have to tell myself at the games, quit checking your email. Yeah. <laughs> you know? No, talk about that for a minute. How do you, yeah, because it's important, right? Like part of self-regulation is like family time and work time. So how do you, I mean, that's one of those things. Talk, talk about that for a minute. That is one thing. And when you have a cell phone that's constantly attached to you, it's so easy to get wrapped up in it. Mm-hmm. And I have to teach myself, sit it down. This is time to spend time with your kids. And if yeah. something really, really happens, mm-hmm. they can talk, contact me by phone or whatever without me having to check email or text messages constantly yeah. which i think you're you're hitting on something that i think is important for people and that is you you've you've talked to us just a few moments ago about prioritizing your tasks mm-hmm. so when it's time to work like work and work hard mm-hmm. and then when it's time to be you know mom or wife like you're talking about yes. it's be family driven and and compartmentalize in in good ways and that helps manage stress for you does it it, it does absolutely yeah. very cool so let's come back to like uh, your, your actually field that you do as far as uh, what you do for the Medair companies with like legal affairs and things like that. Um, I mean, you protect the companies, but you also in a lot of ways you protect our, our employees as far as how all of we, how we navigate all of the, the different legal matters that, that we might run into. Um, how do we make certain um, that as you are walking through those whether it's cases or lawsuits that come out against us or, or whatever things we might go through, like how do you navigate self-regulation in what seems like pretty emotional situations? It, it's about being confident and okay. knowledgeable and that the education and the training and that the experience that I have has put me where I need to be to handle whatever circumstances mm-hmm. thrown before me. It's also about having faith in God Okay. That he won't put on more than me than I can handle. Mm-hmm. I've learned that being hasty, arrogant, or abrasive, it just isn't necessary most of the time. Yeah. To to achieve a successful result, 
it's much better to manage your emotions and think before you react. So you said something I think is really important when you talk about how uh, and you connected your education and some of your expertise to your confidence. How, how do those things, how has that education and the, the new things that you've learned, how has that given you confidence to enter into these uh, seemingly emotional uh, dif- difficulties? I mean, I, I'm kind of the poster child for Madeira. Okay. I started as a leasing agent and I've just worked my way up to where I am today and that's all because of training and education and more experience and staying in the field and you know Charlie and I Charlie Young yeah we were in Florida together back in probably 2000 and he said to me once you get this in your blood it never comes out and I thought whatever I'm out of here (laughs) I just got to get through law school and I'm done yeah but it was so true Mm -hmm. It, it is all about that. So I, I would say to people, don't give up. Keep mm. keep pursuing whatever you're doing. I mean, whatever role you're in, there's always going to be something else that you might want to do, even within our company, that can grow yourself. Yeah, yeah. So you're talking about growing here. As we grow, okay, as we grow and as we, like, walk through different things, we, we, we constantly understand that life is, like, this difficult balance because we do have emotions and those are okay, but directing them in those positive ways in which you're kind of talking about is important. It's also important to be able to like emotionally talk about who you are and to give your conviction and values and make decisions while not being bullied by the emotions of another person, right? So so how do you navigate that where there's this like strength and confidence in your convictions and your values, but there's also the kindness and humility to deal with the person and yet at the same time, you're not kind of getting run over by them. How, how do you navigate that? I follow policy. Okay. In 99% of situations, there is some sort of written or unwritten rule book that you can follow. Mm-hmm. And, and I stick by that. Um, I try to make sure that the decisions that I make are based on a solid foundation that I can rely upon yeah. to make educational choices. Yeah, that's huge because I think, you know, we have what? How big is our, uh, how big is our associate policy again? <laughs> oh, about 90 pages. Yeah, about 90 pages. Okay. I happen to have written and edited that. Yes, yes. And I appreciate you for doing that because I think it's important. But, but you said something huge, right? Like in the midst of these emotional things where you may have somebody on property or you may have a customer or somebody who, who gets like worked up over something and, and is trying to like assert dominance over us. Like it is nice to be able to take a step back and go, this is the policy and I can confidently give that to you for what our company is, but I can also do so in like respectful, kind way. Right. That's correct. Yeah. Now I mean, in my field, <laughs> it gets a little tricky. Okay. Because as attorneys, we interpret policy very differently. Okay. Tell so, me about that a little bit. What does that look like? <laughs> well, it's all about your opinion and how the policy is written. It, it's kind of like the Bible. Some okay. people will <laughs> interpret verses to mean something totally different right. than what other people will. So we we kind of have a saying in law where where you just try to get to maybe. Okay. If you can just get to maybe, then you're actually reaching some sort of an agreement. <laughs> okay, I like that. I like that. That's pretty funny. So you've talked about uh, kind of your life, right? I mean, you, you, you start here as a, as a leasing agent as eight, at 18, and then you've kind of been in the Madeira companies since, uh, at least to one, in one realm or another. 
Um, I, I want to ask this question kind of at the end of one of the of every one of the episodes, right? If we talk through this, if you were to give like twenty-five-year-old Bridget some advice, or we've got uh, we've got so many employees who are in their twenties and their thirties who are. Uh, growing through emotional intelligence and kind of coming into their own and figuring out our not just our industry but they're also a lot of them are even figuring out who they are and how they how they fit in their environments like what advice would you kind of pass along when it comes to when it comes to self-regulation I would just say that it's not becoming of anyone to be reactive in a negative manner mm-hmm. or impulsive mm-hmm. um, you can achieve a positive result without having to be disrespectful of others. Sure. Learn how to control your emotions. That, that's what I would tell myself when I was 18 years old. I mean, somebody would come in with a dirty Kleenex and drop it on my desk and say, look what your maintenance got left in my apartment. And I'm thinking, look what you just left on my desk. <laughs> <laughs> but you can't react like that. It, it's not only about what comes out of your mouth but also your mannerisms and your Mm -hmm. body language so i would just say make sure the messages that you're sending are becoming of yourself and or the organization that you're representing yeah i've heard uh i've heard it said many times uh that the goal in this in these in self-regulation is to win the person not the fight that's right. Yeah, to, to, to really engage and, and win over whatever that person is wrestling with and going through rather than like, hey, I can make you look stupid in the midst of this if I wanted to. Um, I, I think that's, that's, that's really helpful for us to, to kind of wrestle with. You talk about learning to manage your emotions. Is it fair to say then like learning to do that is, the, is like a lifelong journey? Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Um, I like that you brought up even just being able to talk through um, this lifelong journey of managing your emotions. And so I, I want to thank you for that. I want to thank you for joining us. I know this is probably not the most fun thing you've ever participated <laughs> in, uh, but I appreciate you doing that because I think you do with, with your wealth of experience with Madeira and then also with what you've done in, in growing uh, even your, yourself as a person. Uh, I think you, you offer us some, some really good insights. So, so thank you for much for joining us on the program. Our, on our uh, podcast. Sure. Yeah. Uh, Madeira Companies, we're going to have another episode for you next week. We want to thank you guys so much for having tuned in. And uh, like I said, we'll have another one for you. You guys have a good rest of your day. Mm-hmm.